Welcome to the Preparatory Podcast. This is a special episode where today we have the normal crew, but Sam and Andrew recently just returned from Africa. And so I wanted to just kind of sit down and pick their brains a little bit, probably just have them talk most of the time, but uh, just share some of the testimonies that may have happened over there and some of their experiences. And yeah, we're recording this on the new year. So also happy new year. 2020. Yeah. It's going to be different. So new year, different. New me. <laughs> you can you know, tell. Zion only took a year to get built. So maybe this year. Can always be this year. December 31st. Year. Party in the temple. 2020. 2020. Not a party. Not right. a uh, a holy party. Solemn assembly. <laughs> a solemn party. A solemn party. Is that called hoedown? I don't know. There is going <laughs> <laughs> to say there might there is going to be wine, non-alcoholic though. So yeah, it's the type of party we have. That's right. All right. So now that we got that out of the way, <laughs> oh, uh, should probably start over. No, this no, is good. No, I'm keeping this. No, okay. So, moving into the actual topic at hand, uh, first off, I just kind of wanted to get a general overview of what you guys um, went over there for and what you guys planned before you even were there. Well, uh, they've been doing youth retreats, youth camps, uh, slash retreats in Kenya for a number of years now, and um, I don't remember when we were first approached to... um, be a part of this one but we went over there with the intent of being in involved with a youth retreat for some of the youth in kenya specifically but um a lot of a lot of people travel so that we had some from rwanda um in years past not this year uh, but in, in years past we had um some from uganda and tanzania tanzania as they would say so, yeah, it, it, it draws people from far and wide from East Africa. But we went over there with the intent of teaching some classes and really just getting involved with them and their lives over there. So the whole basically the whole time you were there was the youth retreat or just uh, yeah. part of it? Yeah, the retreat lasted. It started Thursday, Friday, Saturday or started Thursday, went through Sunday mm-hmm. morning. Uh, we got there on Wednesday. People began to kind of come into at at the retreat we so, got yeah, yeah sorry. we got to the camp we got to we got to africa on on monday sunday the sunday i don't know all the days fade together because to you does you skip a few and then you lose them and yeah, yeah, yeah. uh that's right we got there sunday and we went straight to church from the airport um, met with a the congregation in nairobi and um, we were able to be there for a confirmation a baptism of the holy spirit for a member who hadn't yet got that which was which was good um, and then we traveled to um, Kasumi, where the retreat was going to be, and stayed at the home of some church members, and just had a couple days to work on classes before we headed out Wednesday to the retreat grounds. And everyone's coming from far and wide, so you know most people got there Wednesday, some got there Thursday, some got there Friday, and some got there Saturday. <laughs> um, and then you know you have Sunday um, morning, so. It went very well. It was a youth retreat is kind of a, a loose term because it's um, there's kids there as young as nine, and then there's adults there as old as you know I don't know twenty 
something. Twenty five, I think, was 20, pretty much. The yeah, they had they had two gra- uh, groups. Uh, sorry, three groups. They had before high school. They call it primary. So kids before entering high school. Then secondary is the high school ages. So you know, uh, fifteen to eighteen, or sorry, fourteen to eighteen. And then they had a young adult group, which was anyone out of secondary, out of high school. Um, going to university, just in the workforce, and um, there's a large range of ages in that that group. Um, then there was, you know, some different languages, so we had to have a translator for the if you were if you needed a if you spoke Swahili, you were in the the secondary because they had more people. So there was a translator in in the secondary class, but um, it went very well. So uh, a lot of classes were taught. Uh, we did five classes for the secondary and five classes for the young adult age groups. And then the kids kind of had just a all day type program. Kind of blended. They didn't really have block scheduling. Yeah. Um, they just had fun all day. And <laughs> so after that, you had classes, you had lunch, more classes, and then um, an activity we tried to do and then a worship. So... It went very well. We went over with uh, Kara Smith and Zoe Gard. and Your future wife. My future wife. Future Mrs. Jordison. <laughs> and, and it was uh, Doug and Judy Smith were already over there. So with six of us, uh, we had a lot of, lot of teachers, um, which was nice because we could spread the love a little bit. No one, was, nice. no one was too swamped, although Andrew was the first day. Yeah. Yeah, I taught. Four times or something right in a row. Yeah. Four classes out of five right in a row. Mm-hmm. And then I picked up the last one. Mm. But uh, Carried it home. That's right. <laughs> After they were all tired and, you know, bored of sitting, they got I'm me. Bored of my classes. That's really what it was. <laughs> um, <laughs> what, what, what did you teach on? Oh, um, I taught. So uh, the first one was about being doers of the word and not hearers only. Um, and then the next one, um, so, so what we would do is, um, you would teach to the secondary and then you would teach, and then someone else would be teaching to the college age at the same time. And then the next hour you would switch. And so you teach the same class twice, um, but you to two different groups. So, uh, the first two classes were the, the doers, not hearers only second two classes uh, were the class was entitled Jesus is calling us to be partakers of the kingdom. And so we talked a lot about what it means to be a part of the kingdom, why Jesus wants us to be a part of it and how that was a part of his message here on earth. So that was, those were some good classes. Um, and that was the first day Sam's class that day. I don't remember. I taught one. And then the next day I finished it up with the, uh, with the high schoolers. I taught uh, seeking after Jesus and and how do you find him and how do you how do you look for him and what does it mean to chase after him and take up your cross and follow him and so um, got some good response uh, over there they didn't they didn't know how to play hangman so that was a popular <laughs> that was a popular activity in in class to, to kind of keep their attention you know you could put a word up and and they uh, they enjoyed that a lot so got some good interaction got some. Sam's a lot better at interacting with people in class, I think, than I am. And so he started his class off with Hangman. And I was in there and I was like, man, there is some great involvement. 
and <laughs> this class and they were sleepy and everything but they were still laughing and having fun and, and learning a lot so uh i think the rest of my classes i started out with like one thing of hanging in every, <laughs> everything every class was started with like i'd put the title of the class up there and have them guess it and some of them would get to where they wanted to lose and so they'd started guessing x and q and z and it was it yeah. was just a lot of fun uh, yeah. we had some fun with it so wh- where did that idea come from the first time you did hangman that it was it was, just, it was because they were having a hard time i mean you're sitting in 80 degree weather for hours on end and no i mean no one could stay awake and they had those classes for hour and a half schedules yeah the first oh, day wow. so they were long yeah. classes it was after lunch everyone was tired and mm. And we just couldn't, you know, it's not anything, wasn't anything bad. It was, you know, they're humans. They gotta, you can't just, you know, I couldn't stay awake in an hour and a half class, <laughs> just one of them in 80 degree heat. So, um, it, and then they weren't sleeping very well either because they, we yeah. had some trouble with bed bugs, I think. Yep. Um, um oh, they, they did at least. And so well, got I did too, but <laughs> little sleep and hot weather and good food for lunch and then you're full and so mm. you just got to think of ways to get them involved and i didn't bring any anything kara and zoe probably won in terms of involvement because they brought bribery tools in form of lifesavers and starburst but <laughs> um, andrew and i had to be a little more creative in terms of getting people to getting people to want to answer us. we so. just had to have good classes <laughs> yeah, yeah that's what it was <laughs> So we were doomed from the start, really. <laughs> yeah, but you taught, uh, you had a testimony almost, a, uh, not almost a testimony about uh, the last class you taught. Yeah, actually. Um, so how how it's worked the last couple of years is that we meet the night before our head guy over there, I guess. He's the coordinator of the retreat and everything. And he, we had given him a list of of the classes that we could teach for the week and every night he would come um, and sit with us for a while and we would talk about what needed to be done that next day and so he would pick um, three classes that need to be taught and um, I guess six classes that need to be taught and um, so the last day he asked me to teach this class and it was about how to be a part of the living church. And I was like, oh, great. Love that topic. Um, but I hadn't looked at the class that I had for it. And I would just been flipping through my journal and, and looking at um, titles when I had put the the class classes down for what I could teach. And so I was like, all right, I'm looking forward to being familiar with this class again <laughs> so I can teach it. And I... Uh, I remember this is the night before I'm supposed to teach it twice. I I look in my journal and it's actually notes for from a class that I had been in and I was not prepared to teach it at all. And I was like, oh, no, what am I going to do? <laughs> and really, you know, last year I, I went to the same retreat the, the year before and we didn't really have... A lot of time, I think last year I made four classes while I was there just because they asked us to teach something. We had nothing prepared of, about it. So so we had to like just make things, not make things up, but make classes up on kind of with with very little to do. And, and yeah. so I, I wasn't freaking out or anything because I knew that God would be faithful to those who had come and traveled and, and uh, sacrificed of their time and money to get there. 
um, that they would be blessed. But I, I really wanted to give them the best of my ability. And so I, I was praying about it that morning and, um, I went into the class with, uh, six or seven scriptures written on my notebook and I filled up an hour and 15 minutes more so than I had in all of my other classes. And the discussion and, uh, involvement was better than any of the other classes. And I really felt like God blessed us all there. And it was, um, you know, uh, you always get that feeling, or I always have with um, feeling dependent upon God in those situations, because you have to be. <laughs> and I feel like he blesses us even more in those instances, because we know that it's not us. And I I knew that had I been giving my class at that point, it wouldn't have gone as well as it had um, with his with his class that happened, you know? So that was really cool. Um, that was the last class I taught. I don't, and then, uh, Sam and I both taught a class about salvation. Um, and that went pretty well, I think, at least for on my end, I think it went well on Sam's end as well. Yeah. Um, uh, what else did you teach? I think I taught, um, you taught a couple more. I can't remember it all fades together. I taught, yeah. Seeking after Jesus, and I taught um, something the second day. Um, I, I I taught the kingdom and the promises, and um, mm, yeah, and and kind of what we talked about on the first kind of set aside episode of what the kingdom is and um, and how you have that in your life. And then I taught the salvation class. We did that together as much. So I didn't have as big of a role with with teaching. Um, classes so I tried to help out more with um, the kids a lot because they they had had a fluid class schedule so it's harder to find things to do with them I think yeah and it's just I mean they're younger too so it's it's a little bit harder to keep their attention just in general (laughs) yeah yeah and they love the beach ball Mm. they love the play-doh and they love some pipe cleaners Um, it was all it was all really a good time just to be be over there and it's a lot like if you've ever stepped a camp over here um it's a very similar experience over there just because um you know just like just like us they come with expectations some of them um are bored in certain classes and some of them are really active and interested in what you have to teach depending on what it is and they all like to laugh they all like to have fun they all like to be entertained in a way with activities and mm-hmm. and it's fun to take activities that we do over here and bring them over there and get you know the exact same results one of the activities we did was the armor of god and so we divided them up into groups um there was about 120 kids there yeah right? about that 120 kids so a little bit like mammoth camp a little bit bigger but we divided them up um in groups of about 10 so there's 12 groups mm-hmm. yeah and then um, each group had to choose one individual who would be their soldier. And then we, the six of us, um, were stationed with armor, uh, pieces of the armor of God and a bunch of tinfoil. And so, um, a group would come to our station and we would read them a scripture, talk to them about the particular, like I had the helmet of salvation. So we talked a little bit about what the helmet does and it protects the head and 
you know, how does that relate in the armor of God? And we want Christ, the salvation that Christ provides us to be making our every decision, making our, our moves. And so then you give them the piece of tinfoil and then they move on to kind of an in-between group um, where they make their helmet and they choose their one soldier. And, and it was just fun to see their creative ideas to dress individuals up in a bunch of tinfoil and they all had a lot, had a lot of fun. The shoes or the boots of peace were, were mm-hmm. I think the hard one because they kept falling off their feet, hard to walk in tinfoil, but it was a good time. Yeah. Yeah. I think they had a really good time as well. And it was cool to see because they were all different age groups in a group. And so mm-hmm. they'd pick, you know, the younger kids, you know, the age 10 and 11 and, and they were like the hero for the group. And, um, <laughs> it was just fun to see them involved. Everyone got involved. Everyone liked it. Um, Everyone loved putting tinfoil on their friends. So. <laughs> I think we we had uh, all of the soldiers come together for a picture, too. So we'll try and find that and maybe put that up on our Facebook page so you guys can yeah. see it. Uh, but, yeah, no, they, they all had a good time. And I hope they they took it in. I, I'm sure they did that, um, you know, we, we tried to stress at each station that um, the armor isn't there just for show. It, it has a purpose, and it's there for protection it's not there to hinder us and just so it's harder to move it's it's not a killjoy or anything it's it's there for protection if you put it on every day it's the the easiest way to get a good life and like we talked about it doesn't mean easy life but a good life you know one with god so um yeah it was it was a good good experience i hope they had fun that was just one of the activities we did too one of the other ones was um we we split them up into groups again, um, probably about the same, maybe 12, 10 groups. I don't remember. doesn't really matter. And uh, we each we gave them each a, a story, scripture story. And uh, we gave them about an hour to prepare and then they had to act it out. And um, some of them really, really <laughs> excelled with that. That was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. We had somebody do Adam and Eve, and there's one of these guys who's he's a really nice guy. Uh, he's really sweet. He, Kara and I were standing outside the classroom where we were performing, and uh, he's about to go perform, and he uh, hands Kara his jacket, and he's like, "Oh, hold this, please." And then he like changes his entire being and like becomes this snake because he's acting as <laughs> the snake in the garden. And so he like gets on all fours and gets really low to the ground and Adam. <laughs> and it, it was really funny. It was really funny. Uh, a lot of them don't speak incredible English, but English is still, I mean, you can talk with most of them, uh, but it, it, it just, it was good to see them. Um, you know, uh, play out scripture stories that we all know really well. Um, and they know well too. It, uh, it's just something we can relate on. And so, um, that was a lot of fun too. I think they had a lot of fun with that one as well. Yeah. yeah. So did you do like anything else besides the retreat? No, we didn't. We didn't. After the retreat, we had a, a church service, um, to kind of cap it all off. After that, it was, Oh, we did, we did do something else. We were over there at the, 13th which ended up being you know when we travel lose a day yeah, we got, I think there, the we got there the 15th yeah um and we left 
Christmas Eve. Um, uh, we get we left the twenty third and we got back the got back the twenty fourth. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so we were right in there during the the holidays. Um, however, a little bit different. You know, they don't have snow in Africa. They don't have a lot of the westernized dealings with Christmas. Unless you're on the mountain, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so they celebrate Christmas. It's just not a as big as a, a thing. Usually they get the day off, I think from work, but, um, mm-hmm. so we got back from the retreat and we went caroling to a couple of church members houses, which was a lot of fun. Um, we ended up going, we tried caroling twice, but the first time we went, we went to this home that we thought it was, and we were singing and it was dark. And then they came out and it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't any church members. We didn't know them at all. And so we gave them some cookies and said, thank you. And, um, you know, that was our first attempt, but we came back and, and then after the retreat, we, uh, went caroling and we uh, missed them by two houses, missed them by two houses and they didn't know them either. So yeah, <laughs> kind of learn their neighbors a little better, I guess. But, mm-hmm. um, we sang the same set list, I think for all pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> all th- we went to three houses just cause they're kind of far away and it was a good time. We brought cookies, which is a little bit unique. They don't, I don't know if they eat a lot of cookies, so. They got to try them. One, uh, one house we went to, two of the girls were at the retreat. And so we came over after the retreat and brought cookies. And, um, they were so excited to have a cookie. She had one right there when we walked in. <laughs> we walked in and she took them as soon as they were set on the, the table. And, um, we were made very comfortable and, um, they shared with us some testimonies. And, uh, we were over at, uh, dinner. Uh, we went to another house for supper. And they cooked a full full meal for us. Very nice of them. Um, and then uh, had a long conversation with, with them and heard their testimonies. So uh, it was a good ministry to provide just, you know, something they weren't used to. God and Carolyn, first time it's ever happened to them, I, yeah. <laughs> I think. And um, we did it to a random stranger, too. So hopefully that ministered to them as well. <laughs> hopefully so. That was about it. Yeah. Had a day or two. Well, the first day we got there, it's kind of a recoup day because uh, the travel we had a we actually had like an eleven hour layover in Paris, mm-hmm. and so we went all we went all out and traveled yeah, all around the yeah. city. Um, but that also meant by the time we had got to Nairobi, it was like six a.m. on a Sunday, and we hadn't slept for thirty five hours at that point. Yeah, and. Uh, then we went straight from the airport to church where Sam preached and I taught a class and, and Kara fell asleep during our sermon, my sermon. Yeah. Shame, <laughs> shame, shame. Expected. <laughs> uh, uh, but, and then we went straight from church to, uh, Kisumu, which is where the headquarters of the church really is. And it's, uh, eight hours away and it's on a Matatu ride. So it's not really easy and it's not air conditioned or anything so eight hours hot cramps all this stuff after not sleeping for 35 more hours we we needed some rest so (laughs) that next day we didn't do much uh it was really just a sleep in day kind of and then um we prepped for the retreat by i think making some classes and i think we played a game or two as well but yeah, had, that was about it, I think. Had a very good time. It was a very good trip. And yeah. recommend anyone who has the opportunity to embark in mission work to take that 
take that opportunity. Mm. There's always ways you can give as well, uh, besides going over there. Uh, you know, that's not for everybody. It's greatly encouraged if you can, but um, if you are unable, um, there are different organizations that um, you can give to. Um, ARM, I know, is one that specifically can um, uh, distribute funds, and then um, the Kenyan Higher Education Fund is one that has benefited several others as well, is that um, education is still expensive over there for them. Um, and it's really hard to gain traction, I guess, in, in life just to pay for things like education. And so um, the Kenyan Higher Education Fund it allows um, people to go on to schooling after high school or secondary um, so I think we have a doctor there that has currently benefited from that program. We have a couple of nurses and um, some other people. So I know they would be greatly happy to receive any. Um, but yeah, no, uh, Kenya is a, a great place. We have a lot of members there. Uh, but more importantly, God is, is um just a part of their life just as much as he is a part of ours and he loves them just as much as he loves us so whether we are black white rich poor anything in the world um, we have an opportunity to show god's love to people let's do it so um, i was grateful we were grateful to go on this trip and um, looking forward for more to come because god is good well, all the time <laughs> and all the time god is good that's right amen 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 <laughs> well that's great to hear uh, all the stories i always like hearing uh, stories from mission trips and everything and so yeah uh, definitely just wanted to record these uh, opportunities that you had oh last sorry last one really yeah. really fast um i had asked for prayers for um a few people um, especially from some people at CPRS because I told them that my visa had yet to be approved and I was to leave the next day. It was Thursday and um, we were getting there Sunday and my visa was, wasn't was approved yet. And um, so I was like, well, this would be unfortunate if I couldn't get into the country. And um, But we got there. We said a prayer, and as we were going to pass through the border, and um, he was like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Just give me the reference number for your application, and I'll let you go right in. So <laughs> they let it happen and everything, and they didn't really seem to mind too much. So that was a testimony just to get into the country, let alone yeah, exactly. start doing anything, you know. So um, just a testament of God's... Uh, protection and love just right from the start god's working everywhere and uh, it's great that some of us have the opportunity to go overseas and minister to those people and they i'm sure very much appreciate getting kind of a fresh perspective and uh, stuff like that but that'll about do it for us today on the preparatory podcast make sure to follow us uh for future uh, episodes like this where we can just uh, share testimonies and have these shorter topic discussions and be sure to send us some emails uh, or comment on our Facebook page 
of things that you would like us to talk about in the future, questions, comments, concerns, anything like that. Uh, We'd love to hear from any of you. So with that, God bless and we'll see you in the next one.